Spotlight with Sarah Hendy. Brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Faster Mai, it's Sarah Hendy here with you until half past six this evening. And tonight we're at the inauguration of the Manx Youth Bard for 2020. And local musician Steve Nash talks about writing music to help process life's troubles. Manx Youth Bard for 2020 was inaugurated at a ceremony last Friday evening. The lovely Judith Lay is our roving reporter tonight and at the ceremony she spoke to Manx Bard Zoe Cannell, the first Manx Youth Bard Holly McRae, poet Janet Lees, runner-up in the competition Esther Walker and this year's champion Manx Youth Bard for 2020 Xander Shirtliff. It's terrific to see the talent of the young people coming through. I was absolutely thrilled to be able to um, have a part in it and, and do the comparing for it. Were you involved in the selection of the youth bar, Zoe? Yes, um, we, we have done the selection this evening just before the presentation has taken place, although we did have the poetry in advance. We didn't actually know who the poems belonged to until they came through the door and they read one or two of them out to us and then they gave us a little explanation of where they were, which year at school they were in and, and and how they had come into the poetic world. Xander gave such a, a tremendous performance when he came in for his short interview and audition earlier. Um, you know, everybody performed equally well, but he just had that outstanding quality. And I don't think it matters whether you're girl or boy or young man or young woman. I think that, you know, there's so much potential for anybody to, to do this and to become a, a Manx youth bard or a Manx adult bard. So many subjects that, that boys and men can write about. And poetry such got such a depth and, you know, breadth of what you can, subjects you can choose that, it's not certainly not limited to one gender or the other and we're hoping now that Xander will encourage some more young men to, to write poetry and from a very talented family personally from all my work with the guild I know the Shirley family very well and he's not only good at poetry but he's extremely good all round with, with instruments and, and singing as well. Zoe, you're working very, very hard during your year as the Bard from a whole range of events from very poignant last weekend, the Solway Harvester commemoration out on Douglas Head there, to working in schools, doing assemblies. Do you love the variety of it? Absolutely love it. There's just no question about it and I said to somebody at something I was at yesterday that each event that I go to I put 100% of myself into it so I'm not just ticking it off and I'm not just sort of getting through things I'm thinking about the event and the people involved and what's required and hopefully turning up and giving it my best at everything I do and everything is equally important and I'm enjoying every single one and I'm very honoured with many of the things I've been asked to do. Holly, can I just take you right back to the beginning? Whose idea was it that you tried for this position? So it was actually one of my English teachers and I had actually never written a poem before and it hadn't actually crossed my mind to even uh, try it out but I was inspired by one of my teachers, Mrs Kishore and she told me that I should give it a go and I should uh, be confident enough to enter it and so I went for it and it got me this far. I didn't realise uh, that actually the role would mean that throughout the year I would be participating in such wonderful events I was involved in the inauguration of the Adult Bard. I was involved in Tinwell Day in the Poetry Corner. 
I was also working for Biosphere and uh, presenting my feelings about the Amazon rainforest fires that had been happening at that time and uh, I'd written a poem specifically about that and so it really gave me um, a platform and this voice to be able to express my opinions through poetry and through words which was just an incredible opportunity. You've touched on things that really matter to you like the environment but also you've touched back to parts of our heritage stories like your poem Fenella so obviously that means a lot to you as well. Yes, absolutely. I've, I'm so interested in history and in folk tales. And so when I had the opportunity to write poems about Manx culture, I was very excited to be able to go and do research and to write it as well in a, in a way that is really creative and captivating. So I love that aspect of it. Now, the lovely thing about this, Holly, is that once you're a bard, you are always a bard. It's just that there is a current bard who will be chosen in a few moments. You will always be the bard. Now, you are at the moment in a very busy period at school with your beginning your A-level studies. So the next couple of years is going to be pretty busy. But do you think that there would be a point where you could perhaps go back to this and perhaps see how, as a bard, you could take that forward? Absolutely. I think creativity is definitely not something I want to dampen. It's something I really want to prosper in. So I think um, going back to poetry, going back to writing stories or songs or whatever it might be, is something I definitely want to continue to walk in and to flourish in and to inspire others to do as well. I would love to see generations rising up and uh, just letting that out because everyone is an artist in some form or way and for some people that might be poetry, for others it might be music or even football or something but I would love to be able to just inspire people to just keep on going, keep on creating and writing or whatever it is they want to do to walk into those dreams, to live those dreams. Holly McRae, thank you very much indeed for talking to me. Thank you for all you've brought to us during this year as the first Manx Youth Bard, and we wish you every success with all that lies ahead for you. Thank you. You made a wonderful contribution with your own poetry, but how did you feel about the standard of what you heard tonight from the Youth Bards? I think, as I said, it was really, really, really tough for the judges to make a decision because we had three really good poets, and... um, I think on paper it was very hard to choose between them, but when Xander came in and did his two poems, his performance was so engaging and so confident, I guess, that uh, that kind of just tipped the balance, really. It is good to be a page poet, but you have in this role to be a performance poet as well, haven't you, really? Oh, absolutely. It's really important because it's about taking poetry out there onto the streets, into the schools, wherever it takes you, really. So, yeah, you have to be really confident as a performer. And the thing that interested me about Xander is, of course, he's a musician, as we know, Mm. we who go to the Guild, and he's got some interesting musical instruments that he's developing, and he's envisaging setting some of his poetry to music. So there's a great breadth here, Mm. isn't there? I think that's fantastic, actually, because um, poetry can be so much more than just words, actually. Um, So I think that'll be really exciting to see what he does with uh, with his music and maybe with props and things like that, because he's such a great performer. And talking to one of the runners-up, to Esther, she said she's twice been in the runner-up position, but she said very, very positively she's learnt so much from it and it's really fired up her love of poetry. And so even though she wasn't the winner, she's going to go on and continue to write poetry and that's got to be a big win, hasn't it? I think it's fantastic and I think, I really hope that Esther does um, carry on and in fact that she enters the, um, you know, the adult bard um, because her poetry certainly come on in leaps and bounds. And it's just wonderful to see 
young people getting into poetry. It's just fantastic. Great night, Janet. Yeah, it was You're, great. Are you going home a happy lady? I am. Thank you. <laughs> Janet Lees, thank you very much for talking to me. Definitely <laughs> learnt loads from the experience. And last year coming second, I was able to see how Holly grew and like listen to her poems. And also I got to see um, Zoe when she became bard and I got to hear her. So it's been a great experience and it was lovely hearing Xander read his poem today and how much confidence and everything he had. Well, Esther, that's a lovely attitude. I hope you'll keep writing poetry. Yeah, I really enjoyed writing poetry and I think this competition has been like a great experience for me to learn um, and like develop that and it's an interest I didn't really know I had until this competition was put forward to me last year. So you thank really you are. so much. Thank, thank you. you. Xander Shirtliff, the second Manx Youth Bard. Congratulations. Thank you very much. You looked quite amazed when your name was announced. Was it a big surprise to you? My other two um, competitors, I thought, had more experience with writing poems, especially Esther was much older, probably more experienced, so I was expecting her to get the title of the Manx Youth Bard. Have you written much poetry before you did this, Xander? I write poetry on and off um, when I can. I started like year five, year six and write on and off. So whose idea was it that you would try for the Bard? My mum was like, Xander, you should do this. I was like, no, I shouldn't do this. I don't want to. And then she was like, yes, you should. And I eventually gave in and here I am. Now, Xander, I know you as a musician, a very accomplished musician from your contributions to the Guild. So I'm seeing another side to your creativity. Yeah. Do you do any songwriting? No. I might try and do something like this um, for the future as being the Maxi's Bard might break out. I recently got a instrument called the Saz. If you imagine like a lute, my instrument called the Saz is a much smaller version of like the lute. It's like got a lute body, very long neck and... I'm not very experienced with it, but I plan to just mess around with it and get good at it. But it's a cool instrument, and I'm hoping either to put that and some poems together to music or using my harp and putting music together with that. Well, it's all about creativity. It's all about moving the boundaries around, and and maybe you'll create music to suit this new instrument. But whatever you do, I'm sure we're going to be in for a very interesting year in your company, Xander, aren't we? Yeah, Yeah, I might see about the Lit Fest, because that looks very interesting. But I'll just see where things go, really. Xander Shirtliff, congratulations. Thank you very much for talking to me. Thank you very much. Spotlight. Brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Now we're going to take a look back to this week's Saturday Night Live when local musician Steve Nash joined Christy D. Haven in the Live Lounge to play an acoustic version of his new single, Battles. Always lovely to be joined in the studio by one of our fabulous homegrown singer-songwriters. We have Steve Nash back with us again. Uh, Steve, it's always lovely to see you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. (laughs) I'm never sure whether to introduce you as Steve or Steve or Noshi. Uh, well, probably Steve is probably the Is that the your standard. formal? That's your formal music name? Steve is the formal. The formal introduction. All right, then. So this is Steve Nash. <laughs> Welcome back to the studio. Uh, you've been a busy boy since we last spoke to you uh, with your own music. Um, but since I last spoke to you, you released a fantastic piece of music uh, called Battles, which we'll come to in a little bit, because I think it, as a treat, you're going to play a version live in a little bit, aren't you? Yeah, a little bit more stripped down than the release single, yeah. sort of in its organic form. Which is lovely. So we look forward to hearing that in a bit. But I just wanted to to come back to this whole solo stuff, because a lot of people will still remember you from Maldoon, because in fact, you did have a gig, didn't you, over Christmas? Uh, it was just a bit before, sort of a little bit before that. And yeah. um, so we haven't... We've done the odd gigs, so 
it, there is that sort of familiarity with Maldoon, but yeah. it's just trying to doing the acoustic stuff on my own. It's just trying to push the albums out there, the songs and everything that I'm doing, really. And we were talking about it uh, just off air there, and you, you reckon it's about three years since you've been doing the, the solo acoustic stuff? It's about three years since World Outside My Window was released. And yeah. that was sort of, it was almost dipping the toe in the water, see what was going to happen, see what people thought. But after we did World Outside My Window, I kind of thought I'm not really that bothered about what people think because this is what I want to do. Excellent. So if people like it, it's brilliant. If they don't, it's it's really not a problem either. You know, it, it, this is what I do. Embrace it or don't, and and nobody will fall out over it. You know, because not everybody likes the same thing. So it is very different to the band stuff. It's a lot more mellow, but it's a side of me that I wanted to show. That um, the, the more acoustic side, the songs that in some ways didn't suit the band, but from going there, I've kind of learnt more about myself as a songwriter. Mm-hmm. because it is just me all of a sudden and it's been a really really good three years so do you feel like your style now has developed it over those three and do you feel like it's a bit different now or from the first album to um in the distance i see light which i released about a year ago i can sort of almost see there's an album there as opposed to a collection of songs and I feel like I've grown within myself and grown... I can almost feel it in the song. There's a bit more maturity about what I'm writing and how I'm writing it as well. And a lot of that as well is a lot of thanks to Phil and Small Bear Records because the help that they've given along the way, um, the long hours of recording, getting things right. And it's all part of the process of growing as a person and as a songwriter. Is it a bit scary, though? Because obviously when, you, when you're with Muldoon, full band, you know, big, big sound going on. Is it a bit scary, just you and your guitar? It's still very, very different. There's still that kind of, that idea of when you do make a mistake, I do almost look around to find other people, but they're not there. <laughs> I have to deal with it and you have to get on with it. So it, it's very different, but it's also rewarding in a different sense mm-hmm. because it is just you and... You know, the nice things that people say are directed at you. And also the not so nice things which people say, which is fine as well, they're directed at you. But that's how you learn to grow about yourself. The criticisms and the positivities, you can use them both in different ways. You have such a great perspective on this. You're you're a better man than me, I tell you, because I I, I find it really hard to deal with that sort of thing, the criticism. I Initially I did, but then I've kind of, I've got this sort of thing, the way that I look at it is I don't worry about what I can't control. If I can't, I can't control what people think about what I do. I can only do my very best, and that's all I'll ever do. And if people like it, I'm ever so grateful for the people who have supported me, bought the albums, bought the songs, turned up at gigs. To the people who have been critical about the set list or critical about a vocal or a, a tune, they've got every right to because they are the audience. That and I, the criticisms that that I'm given. I try and turn them a positive and I'll go away and hopefully the next time they see me they'll go oh well he listened to what I said oh you know he wasn't just lying when he said he was taking it on board but you have to take the good with the bad that is music this song for you battles was a really personal song wasn't it yeah it, it was a personal song and really quite tough to release in a lot of ways because I mean the mental health idea that everything that's going on at the moment and everybody's sort of really pushing and and really sort of helping with mental health and over the years certainly you know I've had my own mental struggles but I've been lucky enough that I've had the songwriting the poetry a really good network of friends and family around me so I kind of have my ways of dealing with my own battles and battles it's my interpretation of exactly that of how I've 
how I felt and you know even people who know me I'm kind of a bit of a clown really <laughs> you know the, the Facebook stuff and you know but everybody goes through them them times everybody will go through them times where they don't feel like themselves where they do struggle whether it be with work personal life relationships or all of them at the same time so I think it's important really and when I release a single it's putting out there that you know give somebody a call you know talk to somebody go for a beer with somebody have a coffee with somebody but don't hold it all back because the longer you hold it back it's almost like for me a volcano effect eventually mm -hmm. you explode how did you get through then friends family songwriting really um poetry it's my way of i write all the time mm -hmm. so i've kind of got a pad on with me a lot um but or, or my phone i'll just jot something down on my phone and and that's my way of of putting my feelings down but i'm able to go once i've kind of got it out of my system i can step back and i can kind of walk away and revisit it a bit later and then work on the song but battles actually wasn't like that it was just something i was sort of mulling over and it just came out it just came out and that was it um so i i, I felt kind of quite it was difficult to release because it is putting that real personal side out where people maybe don't realize that that even people who who appear to be happy on the outside i don't i wouldn't say they're not they're necessarily depressed but they're struggling with things in their lives mm -hmm. um so I, I just find i mean i've made it a point for tw for 20 2020 to actually to speak to friends more to drop them a facebook message or to drop them a text or you know give them a call let's have a coffee that sort of thing because people get isolated very quickly so it's it's just i think if we can all make that little effort just to text a friend and just say how are you is that, well that that's said. all it has to say and yeah. and how was the song the single received did you have people contact you on the back of it uh, the single was received really kind of, kind of it kind of took me back a little bit um because i i didn't expect the reaction from friends and family who said you know you know i know where you're coming from and that was the biggest thing and for a song like that it, it doesn't matter if it's one person 10 people or 50 people if it reaches one person then i'm fine with that because it's reached one person and one person did say to me she was listening to it in the car and she was almost crying and it sort of really because i and for me that's what songwriting is about mm -hmm. you know it's about trying to get a message across connections yeah and sometimes yeah. that message isn't it's not a happy message but we can all kind of help each other out it, it's not really difficult to be nice to somebody and even if you don't get on with somebody you can still be polite so it's that whole the lyrics kind of say a little bit about um you know you, you don't know what's going on behind it you know when people close the door you don't know and i suppose it's social network can take a bit of the blame because it's easy to the social media element because you can have that portrayal of being very happy the happy go lucky but actually you're behind a screen often it's false it's yeah it can yeah. be very false so i think we all need to be a little more careful on social media think about what we're putting why we're putting it um and I also think about uh, we need to just be a little bit nicer all around. Well said, that man. Now, talk about talking about um, things that people don't necessarily know going on behind the scenes. For those that are listening to this and aren't watching it on YouTube afterwards, what you may not know is that Steve is about to play this song while his 
elbow is strapped up because yet again, this always happens before you come and see me, Steve. You've damaged yourself, haven't you? Yeah, I kind of <laughs> made another football comeback. <laughs> what are you like, man? Are you all right to play this, though? Fine. And we're not going to create further injury for, for no, you, are we? it'll be absolutely fine. All right, then. Well, this is a very special version of the song we've just been talking about. Uh, thank you so much for doing this for us. We really appreciate it, Steve. Steve Nash playing Battles live in the studio. Morning's here, but I don't want to move The sun comes up, but only if I choose The wrong direction, because of what I've said I'm better off just staying in bed The days just pass and sometimes I think The world is clearer if I have a drink The wrong direction because of what I've done I've no idea who I've become And battles we're all fighting battles Inside our mind there's a circus show This clown is crying in an empty room But it's on with the show And battles we're all fighting battles Feel like there's something to prove But all that matters is when you look in the mirror Your reflection doesn't move Time is passing at the speed of light Another day but all the walls stay white And there's no reason to move from my home Just me, myself and now I'm all alone Tomorrow's a chance to open up the door With my head and heart at war But it's okay to make a brand new start In this play called life we all have our part And battles we're all fighting battles Inside our mind there's a circus show This clown is crying in an empty room But it's on with the show And battles we're all fighting battles Feel like there's something to prove But all that matters It's when you look in the mirror Your reflection doesn't move And battles we're all fighting battles Inside our mind there's a circus show This clown is crying in an empty room 
but it's on with the show. And that's all we have time for this week. Don't forget, if you missed any of today's show, you can find the whole programme as a free podcast at manxradio.com. Do join me again next Wednesday when we'll be joined by a group of young performers who are staging a play exploring some of the struggles experienced by young people in the LGBTQ plus community today. That's next Wednesday at six o'clock. In the meantime, have a lovely creative week. Slen you. Slen you.